0: Welcome to another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd.
1: And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the another edition of It's Not About You with myself, Jamal Harrington. Uh, with me is my lovely co-host, uh, Marianne Riley. And also with us are uh, our, our,
0: I'm uh, our uh, and with us. and, <laughs> and me, you know, our, very, uh, our very special,
1: uh, and I don't mean special like the Olympics, but our very uh, oh. great tech guy, our other co-host cousin Todd. Um, <laughs> please welcome to "It's Not About You" with all
2: hey. of us.
0: Even oh, even nice. if he did oh, mean it that lovely. way, I have the medals to prove it. So it's all good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, and he's very proud of his, his special uh, Olympics awards. As he uh, should be. His medals. He yes, earned them.
0: I earned those. I had I had to, I had to ski and swim against other people who were much skinnier and, and, and faster than me, so. Actually, back skinnier. in those
2: hold on, back hold in on. those days wait, I was wait.
0: about a buck 50 anyway, so but, I was going to yeah.
2: say you were you were skinnier than Jamal.
0: Back yeah. in those days. Yeah. yeah so, no, I, I would make Jumal look like he's buff.
2: Yeah. So. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. I, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I, I have been going to the gym lately. And it's weird because I know whenever you're trying to develop muscle, that takes time. But being that I'm, I'm very impatient after every workout, you? I, would, like, Never. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would stand in a mirror. I would stand in a mirror and I would just be like in
0: awe of. The three days of working out that i've done I've like, yeah those three days like, and, and yeah, half an hour know. each yeah and, hey that- and,
1: actually you know what it's weird I've, I've actually spent at least an hour and a half in the gym and i know that because i bring my phone with me and i watch episodes of like tv shows or, <laughs> like,
0: he's working out he's watching you you know, sitcoms
1: which kind of motivates you? Like I've been watching like a lot of King of the Hill while I'm on the like the treadmill. Oh, nice. But the funny thing is, they're drinking and I'm not, and I get very upset every time they're like standing up by like that alley. And they're drinking. I'm like, yep, Fuck, yep. I would no- yep. rather be doing that right now than pretending to run on this fucking treadmill. <laughs> like I'd rather be hanging out with my friends then. But you know, I'm doing this because you know I'm trying to do that. Whole healthy thing, you know, as he takes a drink of his, you know.
0: Wine. So, <laughs> so beings that we didn't, ha- we don't have really like uh, a setup of of uh, things to talk about. We have some stories, but I have I have this deck of cards that I've had for about a year and a half. It's called Pod Decks, which are like um, uh, like conversation starters for podcasters. So if you okay. didn't have if you didn't have thing to talk well, about,
2: hold on, and- hold on, hold on, stop, stop, stop. Before we all jump in here and get all like bla, 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 on each other, let's let's take a moment, step back and talk a little bit, address what we did last week and also more importantly, Jamal, you're not in New York right now. Where are you? Yeah, where are you?
1: I am in the, am in the great city of Austin, Texas.
2: Nice. Oh, okay, so, so if we have a little bit of, if you go, gee, Jamal, You don't sound like you normally do. It's because you're not at your regular setup at your place in New York. You're actually in an out of of city, out of state.
1: Um, The reason why I sound different is because I'm much happier now. Uh, This is my happy place.
2: Ah, you you do look a lot happier too.
1: Oh my God. I, well, usually when we do these episodes, um, I'm working, I'm working two jobs and I'm either stressed out from booking shows or whatever. Like I've done none of that. And now it's like, I am just, I've, I've just been like hanging out with high school buddies and comic friends from, you know, actually comic friends who moved down here from the Seattle area. Yeah. I was going to say, and I so- saw a
2: picture. I saw a picture of you with Dan Farley and Yola, uh, Yolaloo. Yes, and, yo- I uh, was the, like Yolaloo and who are there were some other people too. Uh,
1: one of my uh one of my good friends' a uh, kid was with us that night um and then the feature act uh uh one of the comedians um Lando Shepherd was with us and of course well, another buddy of mine from high school. So we all just went to this uh Indian restaurant and It's one of these things that, and we just basically talked about, you know, it it was such a great conversation that we had, because it was just a number of subjects, you know, of course, comedy, comedy in New York, and comedy in Austin, and comedy in Seattle, and our addictions, Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Um,
1: and then it was just one of those things where it's what, it's one of the things that I like most about comedy uh about comedy really it's hanging out with other comedians and just yeah, talking after the show hanging. you know it's that green room feel to it you yep. know what I mean so yeah it was it and then mind you I have a 10 year old sitting there uh <laughs> mm-hmm. and then we're, we're the funny thing is we're driving and he's just like wow you guys go through all of this <laughs> As if it was, as if, as, and I'm like, if you didn't take anything from that conversation, um which we did, I was just like, just just do that, stay in school. Like, yeah. be, what, be whatever you want, but do school first, and if you ever think about wanting to be a stand-up comedian, um, don't. Yes,
2: yeah. rethink. To, just,
1: yeah, but... it it, it was really great just you know bridging the gap between my high school friends and comics that i hang out with so it it was always great
0: tell them to get into podcasting instead (laughs) oh lord oh Oh, by the way folks (laughs) that's jamal's phone that keeps buzzing
2: okay i was like that was weird it did it right when i was Making
0: some sound. As a matter of fact, uh, hold on, one second. I can fix that problem really easy because yeah. I'm probably gonna be. very, um... Turn on do not disturb. Boom! Now, there you go.
1: But yeah, no. Austin is um. I, I love this place. It's one of my um. It's one of my favorite. Uh, I mean, I used to live here when I was a kid, so it's one of my favorite places, uh, in the country, to just come to. Uh, you know, it's a great live music scene. It's becoming a great comedy scene it's becoming a great, it's it's becoming like the new Silicon Valley, you know, mm. Tesla's here. Uh, of course, Google is here. And a lot more, it seems like a lot more things are going to be happening, but it's like, and the food is amazing. So it's, uh, I've just been, uh, stuffing myself with, uh, tacos, quesadilla, anything Mexican, it's going in here. Oh
2: God. It's, yeah. You
1: know, and I'm not talking about, and I'm not talking about like, you know, oh, we're in Kentucky and there's a Mexican restaurant here. I'm like, no, we yeah. are like not. We are like Mexicanville. You know, like real Mexicans. By yes, and like,
2: real food like, where they Kentucky. don't speak any English, but they know how to cook their ass off. Uh, exactly that.
1: And the less English you speak, the more,
2: the much better the food is. <laughs> oh, yep. Yep. Like you just point to a picture on the wall, like, oh, that looks good. And, and I remember I did that. There was a place in Yakima that I went or, or actually it was like, tri- like kind of tri-cities area. And, uh, I found a little hole in the wall, Mexican restaurant. Like literally it was a hole in the wall. And I went in and I was trying to communicate with the grandma and the mom and they finally, they looked at their kid, who was about 10 and he got this panic look on his face and he looked at me and you could tell the expression on his face says, don't look at me, I'm flunking English. You know? he was, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to, we're trying to communicate what I wanted to eat and I finally, I pointed at a picture at a wall and I said this, no tomatoes, no, tom- no tom- tomatoes, this. And it was freaking amazing. I don't know what it was, but it was so good. I mean, funny. you would think
0: that as long as, I,
1: as long as I've lived in Texas and, you know, the two Spanish classes that I took in high school, you would <laughs> think that I would know, like, I would be, like, more advanced. Like, I could look at a menu and know the basics. Um, we went to this flea market the other day, and uh, it was I mean, straight up Mexican flea market. Like, I think the darkest person mm-hmm. that was there was me. And um, <laughs> and we would go and order food, and I'm like, okay, I know I want a taco. Uh, or a burrito actually, and and, and, I'm, and I'm talking to the guy behind the counter and I'm like, I want a burrito and I'm like, with chorizo. And then he said some stuff that sounded like more advanced than I knew. And I'm just like, uh, shit, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think I might need help in this part here. And I'm like, and I said something to him and he didn't understand. And I'm like, fuck. And then my buddy, my buddy Santos is behind me and he was like, he's like, tell me what you want. And I'll just translate it to them. And I'm just like, I was kind of <laughs> hoping that we have to do that, but, you know? I kind of wanted to, I, but then he was just like, "Oh, you don't want this, and you don't want that." I don't know how to say onions in Spanish. I don't know how to say no one. I know how to say no, but I don't know how to say it, like no onions in Spanish. No this, no that. All I know is chorizo and a lot of it. And
2: uh, <laughs> mucho. So yeah, mucho. So yeah, here's uh, if you also, ever come across that, this. Oh, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. But when you say it like that, it almost seems
1: like okay, someone's getting arrested.
2: Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so. <laughs> but. As somebody who's work who works in construction, and I've had to deal with a, a lot of that language barrier. Like I said, that the one time it took me ten minutes and Google Translate to realize that this kid was trying to, and he was trying to ask me out to dinner. Oh he was at, he asked me to dinner in a disco. Oh, he asked me to go to the disco. Go dance. <laughs> And I finally stopped him. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Once I figured out what he was doing, I was like, "That's so sweet." I'm way too old for you, kid. And he's like, "No, know. And we, then he, like, we started communicating. He's asking how old I was, and I looked at him, and at the time, I was like, "I'm 50." And he went, "Oh," <laughs> and he was like, "25." I'm okay, like, keep...
1: so <laughs> "Yeah." So,
2: but Google Translate in a well, absolutely. I've got some other ones too. If you're interested, I could I can show you. um, I have to go take a look but they're different um apps and i tell you when i was traveling in italy i speak zero yeah. italian yeah. and i used google translate there too and so it it'll definitely it's a butchered language but it will absolutely communicate yeah. and get the well, point across
0: as i've been told so, when you use google translate it essentially makes you sound like you're a child You you yes. you, you speak like a child with google translate so yeah, no, I, I, you can you can always tell that's what people are doing when you're if if you use like uh, dating sites and you end up chatting with someone and and their English is really terrible. I was like, you're using Google Translate, aren't you? <laughs> They're like, no. What are you talking about? So, is, so I'm not.
1: I don't think I'm familiar with Google Translate. Is it you say something in your phone and then it like comes out in that in a different language? And okay to that Yes person.
2: yes, so what you can do is you can go Google Translate, and it trans and I've done this with Ukraine, Russian, Italian, Spanish, French, Irish. so it'll it will work with all of them. You can either speak into it or what I prefer to do is I type the words in so that it, it I make the correct sentence and then tell it to translate. when you tell it to translate, It'll translate to whatever language you choose and right. then they can read it. Right?
0: It, it will also do voice to text or text to voice right. rather.
2: Right. And but I like to type it in because that way it doesn't miss, you know. Right. As the reason why I don't do the voice to text is because anytime I've done voice to text on English to English, it still screws it up. Well, I don't want to even see what it's gonna do. Like I don't want to say something offensive. Right.
0: Well, what I mean so. is not voice to text. I said that backwards. Uh, yeah, you, you type it, voice, you, yeah. you type in what you want it to say, and then you have it translate mm. to Spanish or whatever, and then you tell Google to say out loud what it is, and then it will yes. say it
2: in that language.
0: Oh, so, okay,
2: yeah. Or you could, but it works tool. really well. And there's there's another one too that works even better. That that all of my my Spanish speaking friends were telling me, don't use Google. They they had a different one that works even better as a an translate type one. Yeah, and it, it actually translates more 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 accurately uh, more accurately so it was it was one of those things and was i've it? used it like i said there's times that i've been in a pinch where i didn't have any choice and i'm like okay it's gonna take us a little bit longer but we're gonna get through this we're gonna make this happen and we'll be able to communicate was so. it babel fish no no it was just a, a different translation oh. so but it, it, it works really well so if you especially if you like if you have something that you specifically that you want that like I wouldn't trust it for for instance if I was trying to ask them like today I should have probably used it I went and um, we went to um, a Mongolian grill and you know where you pick your own food um, your vegetables your meats your sauces and the sauces this was a concern because we were trying to figure out if one of the sauces and it's um they don't speak english hardly at all at the restaurant and so trying to ask them does this have fish oil or fish sauce or any kind of fish in it and if it's because you don't like it i would trust google translate um if it's going to kill you like it will my husband that's probably not something you want to really kind of trust. You know, Yeah. yeah like don't, Google Translate. Don't, don't trust Google Translate if you're,
0: if you're, <laughs> if you're at the hospital and, you're, and, you're, and your screen is hanging out your asshole. <laughs> I
2: don't
0: really trust Google Maps just to get me down to blocks. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Well, you know, and, and you you got to look at Google Translate the same way you Google, do Google Maps. Yeah. There are the odd stories about people that drive into freaking lakes and shit because they were listening to the directions on Google Maps, so... You know, keep, keep I need the greatest out.
1: Yeah, I was trying to get to the I was trying to get to the venue the other day, and Google Maps had me, um, like make a left, make a left, and make another left, and then I'm back on the highway that I was on in the first place. I'm like, why did Google let me? Why did you bring yeah. me here? Like, you know? And then like, you know, I have the kid, I have the kid in the passenger seat. He's like. A, you should have just went straight, man. I would have never listened to Google. But then I'm like, you would have never drove your 10. Like, you're going to listen yeah. to where the maps
2: are yeah. taking, you
1: know. But it's, yeah, I sometimes it's just like, I kind of look at where I'm going or, or I kind of pregame. I'm like, oh, if I yeah. stay on this road. And for some reason, I'm like, there was no accident. There was no accident ahead. There was no nothing. It just told me to make a right on a street. And then it told me to make a left. And I'm just like, what the fuck? so yeah. um as, know, as like, someone I, who I, does I like something.
0: like delivery through like uh uber eats and whatnot i have to use uh, the, the gps within the app uh to deliver food and what and whatnot there's been a couple times in the last month where it told me to turn down the wrong street and to and to and to to access the place i'm heading to from the backyard on the other side of a fence See?
1: yeah so that and that and that's what's fun. I mean I kind of feel like and then the fucked up thing about it is Google has the nerve to ask you to rate your trip I'm like okay first of (laughs) all first of all that's like having just like you know fucking a chick who's bad at bed and then she asks you how she was the next morning yeah Uh, like uh you know what okay I can't can't promise I'll never use you again but okay that's an interesting
2: question I got, that's an interesting question. Jamal has literally, I just need to know, has any female ever the next day or afterwards asked you if she was any good?
1: Yes. yes. What? And I will say this, only once in my in my recollection, and, and the thing was, oh, which was I thought close. was weird because I was like, wait a minute. Because when she asked that question, I was like, wait, 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 wait. I'm supposed to ask that question, right?
2: That's a dude yeah. question. That
1: totally is a dude that was question. Like my um, when she asked that question, I was like, "Huh?" And she was like, "Right?" <laughs> like, it wasn't even. And the funny thing is, it wasn't even like we had breakfast first or coffee first. Like, I'm waking up next to her, and and then it's like, you know, we're we're. I'm like, okay, it looks like I, I'm gonna get ready for work or whatever, and. She asked like she was like hey um you know how was I and I thought she was asking like how was she like sleeping I'm like oh you didn't kick me or you didn't snore uh, so <laughs> I go, that's, that's what I thought she was
2: asking that's a just, legit yeah. question though that's a legit female question absolutely did I fart in my sleep did, if I did what what did it smell horrendous are you gonna kick me out of bed will I be mortified
0: <laughs> you know oh my god that's funny
1: you know uh, like, but, but, but when she clarified the question she was like no i meant last night and i'm just like and then again of course uh, my uh, was more like whoa that's that's such a duke i was like since when was i the chick all of a sudden
0: <laughs> <laughs> right
1: and and and, and, the, and the thing is like she was serious it wasn't even like a joking she was just like cuz let's just say that i performed the thing and she was very curious on how she was down there and, um,
2: okay okay
1: and uh yeah that's why you heard you that's heard a legit far. question
2: that's a legit question though that part in that context that's a legit question because like the joke the dirtiest joke i ever wrote is, is one of the lines in there is, is if when i was telling my son you know if if you get down there and it smells musty spit on it it'll be fine but um, if you get down there and the, the smell blows your hair back grab your shit and run <sighs> Yeah, that's I, I, And I mean, that's a legit question, but I don't think it's in so much how I my, my performance is, did I stink or did I smell bad or did I taste nasty? And uh, if so, I, I need to go see my gynecologist because maybe um, I got something funky going on. And I can't smell myself, so, you know, it's not like cupping my hand and breathing into my, my hand and sniffing my breath.
1: I mean, the, 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 the thing was, <laughs> well, I was down there for a while, but obviously... right there you go it's fine it's fine so it was just like i didn't know i mean in my defense i did not know how to answer that question um so i was just like so i i so you know she's answered so i looked at like the look on her face i was like oh you're serious and she's like yeah (laughs) and i was like i was like no it was fine and she was like okay you're just saying that i'm like (sighs) Like, no, because I was like, okay, I don't know if you had a stopwatch up there, but I was down there for a while. So (laughs) she was like, yeah, but you could have just been, like, polite. I'm like, no, nobody. Nobody.
2: No, no. no, They go, if they're not going to be polite, they're like, (laughs) done. And then they get up. Like, if they're down there for more than, like, three, five, ten minutes, they're about their business. It's it's pleasure. I
1: had a job to do, and I finished that job. Okay. There you go. there you go i I was a fucking i did probably you were a trooper i i damn right i am so i was like so i told her i was like you know i was like down there for like a good while like why would you think that it was bad or things she was just like well you know you could just be you could just be trying to be polite look no lady
2: did you get yours did you get yours if so shut up it was good
1: i'm just like look first of all it's if if I wouldn't be I'm blunt like I would have just been like okay um like if she was if I was like okay do you really want the honest answer I'd have been like you might need to see a doctor like you know like if it was that bad but it wasn't like yeah it it, it was it was perfect I mean it was just like I mean if I could have been down there longer I would have been but then my dick was like hey what about me so I was like okay right
2: (laughs) we came to the show we came to the show it's time to show out now (laughs) <laughs> yeah so uh, it was great around right now it's time to show out
1: mm-hmm. yeah and, and and she did add like she was very like specific with her questions she was like you know did it smell was it bad i was like look at this face See, oh she's young. she's young
2: that she's young and experienced
1: i was like to be honest with you um given the opportunity i am looking forward to do it again so what does that, that tell you you know <laughs> so You know, and then it kind of prompts me to ask the question now because I'm like, well, what about me? You know what I'm saying? How was I? You know, was I, did I, did I move up to, you know,
0: it it, it was okay.
1: (laughs) <laughs> you, know, she was like, you know what you're better than my boyfriend you know so Ah, <laughs> uh,
2: okay okay no 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 no, no, that, no that
1: wasn't her answer she's like you know um but no she was just kind of like no you were you were you were fine um i have no complaints um and uh you know i was just uh but it was just weird that she even asked the question and my mind was so blown
2: yeah so, yeah
1: but it's yeah, awkward no, it's... though.
2: It's such an awkward question to have to answer. I mean, and yeah, I've gotten that question. Like, I've gotten that question a few times. And I have never, ever asked, to be honest, I've never, I don't think I've ever, other than like, in, in response back. And so how was I? And they're like, hopefully, oh, yeah, you pumped. you know, I mean,
0: <laughs> hello. That's, that's, when um, you, that's when you set up yourself like an, an exit questionnaire, like a, a Google Forms questionnaire. How was it? Yeah. You know, uh,
2: uh, on a scale so of more t- this a little less of that, you know. Yeah. No. I look, I don't care that much. I don't care you know. My, so, I mean, in my
1: so I did, I mean, cuz I asked her, I mean, yeah, we had it, it was a question that turned into a conversation about our sexual performance at 10 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just, and and I'm just the like, morning oh, after question. I was like, did you, did you come? Because my thing is this: if if I come and you don't, I kind of felt like okay, um, I didn't really complete the job, you know. Exactly,
2: exactly. You know that is saying? exactly job, it.
1: I'm not a selfish lover at all, but you, if 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 you, if a woman is inviting you to her house and you know you're having drinks and you're talking about whatever, and then she's like, come into the bedroom. And you fulfill your needs but not hers. I think you did the job half assed. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You gotta make sure that, you know, because again, the whole idea is for her to call you back. <laughs> right. Like, you know that's the that's the goal she's not gonna call like she's not gonna call you know bronze medal dick you know what i'm saying like she's not trying to do the third (laughs) no 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 she wants the gold medal prime cut or uncut i don't care
0: Um, (laughs)
2: she wants she wants a champion she wants platinum like let me tell you uh, something are are you gonna Uh, ask him for uh, to be a reference for the next one
1: She wants top shelf dicks. She's not trying to bend over and grab like the Monarch's vodka of dicks. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Like, no, it's, yeah, it's you got gotta it. be the fucking. You no,
2: straight. that's okay. The monarch's okay if you just need to fulfill a quick need. You know, and it's like, yeah, and what I just needed to scratch an itch, you, and then I'm just gonna kick it aside. I'll never go back to it. But, but if but you, what you but what you really want is some crystal head. Oh yeah. So <laughs> you want yeah the, and 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 I'm gonna say. Gallagher has a great line. Gallagher has a great line. The comedian Gallagher. He says, "Remember, guys, sex ain't. Sex is like Chinese food. It ain't over till you both get your cookies."
0: Yeah. Ah, Okay. I I can live with that. No, that's actually a good thing. He he has some pretty good jokes when he's not smashing vegetables.
2: Yes.
1: But but it's just like I mean, but it's there is I mean, as men, you know. It's, I, I've always felt like, cause I, I asked her, I was like, hey, did you even come last night? Like I, I, I she was like, yeah, I came twice. And I'm like, oh, are you sure? <laughs> you know, like, cause I didn't, I was like, cause usually uh, there's that shaking convulsion. Like she was like, she was like, oh, I'm a quiet comer. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Like, no, I need, I need neighbors pounding on like, hey, keep it down up there. Like I need to, yeah. you know. Loud. Need your, your, need your roommate. Like, barging in, being like, hey, I'm trying to study, you know, and yeah. I can't do it through these. These aren't soundproof enough for what you guys are trying to do. <laughs> you so want your neighbors to be, like,
0: giving you, like, a, a a 10 score when you're done. I want yeah. my neighbors to come. I want the neighbors to compete with us. Okay? Yeah. Like, oh, shit, oh them, them
1: kids next door are really going at it. Come on, Mabel. Let's go. Let's show these. Let's take these fucking kids to school. <laughs> and the
0: neighbors just next door like slamming the, the the table into the wall going oh my
1: god yeah i i want their headboards crashing into our fucking room and then yeah. it turns into like, this unexpected orgy all of a sudden yeah where we're just like oh, oh, oh okay now we gotta now we got something going on here you know what <laughs> i mean
2: yeah i want i want, like so i think one of the funniest stories i've ever heard was a. Uh, guy Was telling me about how he had to stay at a hotel one night and he gets woke up by the neighbors behind him and uh, like two o'clock in the morning and they're just going to town. And also, the guy starts, uh, she starts screaming, Wait for me, Earl, wait for me. And he goes, I couldn't wow. resist. He goes, So I got up on the bed, banged on the wall, and said, Wait for her, Earl, wait for her. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, and then I left because I was afraid that Earl was six foot five, big old truck driver tatted out with guns.
0: Goodbye, Earl.
1: um, Whenever I go to like, whenever I'm on the road or whatever, and I do motels, not hotels, motels. First, I always expect for like some weird like, oh, the people like two doors down, some guy picks up a hooker and he's just smashing the shit out of her. And I'm always, like, expecting to hear that, and uh, I'm just like, this is the type of place you just bring, like, a $50 hooker, $50 an hour (laughs) hooker,
0: who just doesn't care,
1: and that's the monarch of vodka of dicks that brings their, you know, uh, people to these hotels. I'm like, oh, he's not gonna. He's just, just trying to get off. He doesn't care about her, and hookers don't care about getting off either. They're just like, oh, you're yeah. done. Okay, where's the what, what? Oh, the money's right there. Okay, it that that's just it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When it's when somebody and, and again, like God bless the women who are willing to let guys like me, uh, you know, have that night. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I'm just like, wow. Like sometimes I'm just like, wow. She must really she must really need this, you know what I'm saying? If, if it's me, you know what
2: I'm
1: saying? <laughs> it's just me. But but at the same time, if it's one of those things where it's either casual or oh, this is a girl that I like, I make sure that I just bring the heat, you know what I'm saying? Podcast um, oh, recording. Um, so I just make sure that I bring it so whenever she thinks about, oh, you know what, I wouldn't mind, um, she's going through a Rolodex, she's like, oh, Jamal Harrington, yeah, yeah. Diamond <laughs> Love and Dick. That's what, you know, th- that's what she wants you know what i'm saying so you know what i'm saying but mind you with there's a flip side to that coin there's some women that are just bad at it um and don't get me wrong um you you can still get it because um, <laughs> we don't care you know what i'm right. saying like we're not right. we're not gonna you know we we might even be like okay how can we improve from the last time um maybe if you wake up stay awake um <laughs> or, or I
2: don't know, not, not text while we're doing it. Maybe. Oh know? my God. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Oh my gosh. I wish Todd was here. I wanted to, this was a great segue into one of the stories I wanted to talk about the, cause this one, this, this story, the, the whole, the title of it caught my attention. Um, dozens of camels ejected from annual Saudi Arabia beauty contest over Botox injections. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Jamal, for those who didn't see Jamal was mid, like he was mid the, the, the one, the one was about to hit his tongue and he stopped and pulled back. and said, what? Yes. They camels were, it was a beauty contest in Saudi Arabia and they were giving them, Botox injections and other artificial touch-ups in the state ran. Saudi press agency reported on Wednesday with over 40 camels were disqualified from the annual pageant. This is an annual pageant um, that um, is popular. King Abdul Camel Festival, which kicked off earlier this month, invites the breeders of the most beautiful camels to compete for some (laughs) $66 dollars in prize money let me let me repeat that 66 million dollars in prize money botox injections facelifts facelifts and other cosmetic alterations to make the camels more attractive are strictly prohibited jurors decide the winner based on the shape of the camel's head necks humps dress and posture
0: well i mean let's it it can't be all for that it's probably also for the six head classes too right
2: you know, and, and you know what? I, I read through this article. I read through this article and they're they're showing their prize camels as they're walking them around. And I'm thinking, isn't this a country where you can't look at a woman's face? Because it has to be completely veiled. So you get to see her eyes and nothing else, right? From head to toe, she's covered. But, so I, I don't know how I want to take this as a female. Like, well, maybe they're saving the women. They're not giving the women Botox and facelifts and they're just saving it for the camels Jamal, jump in
1: so um my thing is this um ladies and gentlemen be prepared be prepared to see camels in the miss universe patches um, oh my God. a bunch of rejected camels you're gonna be like and what country are you from and all they're gonna do is just spit in your face with their pretty faces um, i you know what that is hilarious i'm like um I don't know it's like are you gonna fuck the camels afterwards like is,
2: right is, that's what made me wonder like why do you need your camels to be beautiful
1: why would you put botox in the in these cam- i mean first of all camels are a very beautiful animal as they are you know what i'm saying they're, they're very beautiful animals uh, sure male or female who cares what um that is fucking wild because it's just like what do you do? I mean, now that they're rejected, what do you do now? Like, do you just like <laughs> fail and you just kill them and sell them for meat, or I, I do don't know? Bring, do you do you bring them to like the the preteen beauty pageants and just put them up and hope that some American is gonna be like, wow, that is a very hot nine year old, and try to fuck that camel? You know what I'm saying? Right. You know. But I don't. It, that is that is that's just wild. I just that I mean first of all, look at the beauty patches today, you know, like come on. How much how much feminine products is used to make these women look beautiful anyway? Oh, it's
2: horrible. With these me. children, yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 just the whole concept. I mean, like we've all seen those those crazy freaking um pictures of the girl trying to make herself into Barbie and the guy trying to make himself look like Ken and all these, these beauty uh-huh. beauty modifications. And beauty is so different in, in everybody's different, you know. Like, these what people, I look at as beauty is different than you guys. These so. folks aren't doing
1: anything what parents do whenever they send their little kids to beauty pageants. It's no different
2: from
0: that. Yeah, you know But I'm it's saying? with it's an animal.
2: System. It's with animals. Yeah. And, I, and so I don't know that I like it less or more or the same. I haven't decided, you know, if, where my moral outrage is. As far as I'm concerned, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the yeah. Same yeah. Thing.
0: When, when we start I seeing them in, I mean, in, can... in uh, dogs and, and horses over here,
2: then I think... Yeah. It's only a matter of time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, but not for nothing.
1: Like, the dog show... I mean, here's the thing. I don't... Um, just like stand-up comedy competitions, I don't give a shit about, like, Miss America pageants, preteen pageants. I mean, dog shows are kind of cool because you get to see, like, you know, these cute little dogs. And I'm, I'm into animals, but... Yeah. I kind of don't care either. I'm like, oh, that dog won. Of course it did. It's, you know, it's well tamed or whatever. But but I, I I never give a shit about like these beauty patches because I kind of feel like beauty, I mean, beauty is in in my it's almost like stand-up comedy. Like there's so many different styles of stand-up comedy. And it's so subjective. Why is this person's comedy better than this person's styles Like this person's style of comedy? Right. I never give right. a shit. I would much rather just be like, hey, we're doing a comedy showcase. And just leave it at that. Um, Battle of the Bands, it, I'm just like, okay, some bands are worse than other bands, but it's like, who are we to judge which is the best band? Everything is so against, ev- like, judging is so subjective. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, if you're, doing, like, if you're doing, like, if you're doing like a chili competition, okay, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, I could probably be like, okay, this chili sucks. Um, based on these reasons. But for you to say, well, this person, just because they don't know how to play a piano and they're beautiful, I just kind of feel like it's it, it's, it's silly yeah. and it makes, us, it makes us as Americans uh, look very, I mean, it just looks very petty. I don't care, you know what I'm saying? I never care about contests of of that type or beauty patches. Who gives a shit? It's ugly, right. and, 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 no pun intended, but it, it's kind of ugly at the end of the day.
2: Yeah. And it's just, you know, that they're taking that to me. I mean, it's such a crazy thing is because they're taking that to an extreme. They're taking it from people and uh, things that typically would be applied to humans. They're applying them to a camel. And so it's just one of those head scratchers like Saudi Arabia. Ugh, and now, and now these,
1: camel's like, I these camels are now going to be like, well, I can't get a job anymore. Like, yeah. I'm so... I didn't make the whatever, you know <gasps> these camels are gonna go like back to their huts and commit suicide yes yeah, ptsd you
2: know, yeah. they're gonna be
1: and, depressed you know, like, especially like these little pre-teen beauty pageants it's like we're making little monsters out of these little fucking kids oh my god play. right just <laughs> in a pageant. you deserve this i no you don't deserve anything you're fucking nine years old
0: Okay. Or, or, or it'll go the I'm other saying, way, and then, like, the, these animals will start having face tattoos and shit. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. You know. Because yeah, everyone, I, look, everyone wants it. to look like Post Malone or whatever the hell the other guy's name was. Oh,
2: uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, so, so I have
1: that's a. Another... Oh. That's another thing I always bought bother... I just watched a movie with Post Malone, actually, on Netflix. And I'm just like, why? Fuck with your face. That's oh the my face. That. Right? I, I would never. And but then people would always throw, well, the Indians or the Native Americans did that. I'm like, you're not Native. You're not an Indian. You're just a white dude. You're and course.
2: you're not trying to catch a job. You're not trying to. You know, I mean, like the thing is, though, is this: you never want to do anything to your face because that limits you on what you yeah. can do, okay. and that's well, in our today's society. I'll,
0: although I will say this. I'll say this I I've I've noticed in the last few years that uh jobs that were uh that were uh, um, uh, um, um <sighs> restricted no the, the you know we, um uh, union that's no, what no. I was looking for a union job uh-huh. union jobs you had to be clean cut usually like for example like working uh-huh. in grocery grocery union you couldn't have Your hair longer than your collar you had to be clean shaven you could only have a mustache if you're a guy um i'm assuming women too but um (laughs) but uh now that was back when i worked in in that industry today you go to the grocery store and you see like tattoos on their arms not covered up you see facial hair they got full beards you know blue hair green hair purple hair I'm not anti tattoos at all.
1: Don't get Sorry. me wrong. Like, I know, I know lawyers that have tattoos, like sleeve tattoos, you know, like and they yeah. practice law, you know what I'm saying? But you wouldn't know that if you're sitting across from them while they're doing like a, a consultation. Like you wouldn't know that. But if you if they took off their shirt and, you, and they had like their tank top on, you would see like tattoos all over, which is fine. I mean, they still look professional. But my thing is like, could you ta- I mean, and I'm not saying you can have a butterfly over your eyebrow mm. and be taken seriously but I, at the same time i'm like i can't i cannot imagine a legitimate law firm right. who would have somebody with a tattoo on their face and be taken seriously you know what i'm saying like that's where it, yeah. it ends up falling down but at right. the same time it's like why would you do that like i, I i've seen like pictures of little wayne i've seen pictures of post malone i've seen all these like people, like Gucci Mane and all that, with tattoos on their face, and I'm like, okay, you think that this success is gonna last you forever? Great, you know what I'm saying? That then good for you, but it's just like I can't imagine, you know, even if you have a tattoo on your neck, I, I'm fine with that. Like from from the chin down, I'm good with. But if you have a tattoo like on your face or like that, your face is a, is such a beautiful canvas. Why would you fuck that up? Right,
2: right? you know what I'm saying? Right. And even like the neck tats and all that stuff, it definitely, to me, it, it's more of, it limits your, your options. It definitely limits your options. And, and that's, and we've seen how much the, the public's perception of tattoos and body art has changed in like the last 30 years. I remember 30 years ago, if you had uh, tats that you could be seen. like it, I worked in banking you could not have any tats that yeah, people could yeah. see that you couldn't cover with long sleeves right if you had them on your hands your face your neck you would not be able to work there yeah. you could not have piercings in your nose your lips your tongue anything that the public could see and men could have an ear tat uh, ear ear ring one earring and women were allowed to have the two earrings, but they still had to be like studs or hoops. They couldn't be like a lot of dangly stuff. So, I mean, it was very, very particular about, you know, the expectation of what your appearance was because you're representing that company's business, their image. You're the face of their image. So, and, and, and that has changed a lot now. I mean, I've seen working in banks nowadays, when I go to a bank, I see people with, Cats on their hands and and their fingers yeah. and stuff and it's just it's still it's you know but it's more acceptable nowadays so it's kind of crazy so the beautification yeah it's it constantly is on um, evolving and changing so take it another direction oh wait we're taking another turn hold on buckle up guys so jamal the <laughs> story this is the story here is actually from from uh over in texas actually so it's from T- dallas Here's, and, it, and I think this is a question that a lot of people get, uh, and this, you might have a little bit of legal um, perspective on this. Can police seize your money if you're not charged with a crime?
1: If you're not charged with a crime?
2: If you are not charged with a crime, here's here's what brought the debate about. On December 7th, 2021, a a Dallas, Texas television station published a story about a canine officer that helped police seize a bag with more than $100,000 at the Love Field Airport. The station's tweet about the story was shared more than 5,000 times and led to some people questioning why the money was seized. Readers noted that the story pointed out that the person who owned the bag was not arrested. One person responded, is it legal to leave to to have the money. Another person whose response was retweeted more than 6,000 times said the police can seize people's money, even if they are not charged with a crime. So that's the question. Can police in most states seize your money, even if you're not charged with a crime?
1: Well, the question, well, here's the question that somebody should have asked was is first of all, the cops can't search your belongings without a warrant. So what I'm guessing is this bag, was this bag checked into, like, was it checked in or was it a carry-on? Um, I'm assuming that this bag was actually checked in because they still have to do the, uh, I mean, they still have to get it through, um, like, security where they're, like, looking to see what's inside your bag or not. But if it's, like, a bunch of money in there, first of all, I don't even know why you would check that bag in. 100000 and I'm handcuffing that back to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But either way, I think what it, um, yeah, you would have to have a warrant. So.
2: Well, here's, and it kind of, this is kind of, I guess, I'm not, I don't have the answer to that, but here's, here's a response that can police seize the money. Yes. Police in most states can seize your money, even if you're not charged with a crime. Through a process called civil forfeiture, The government can seize your money if they believe it is linked with a crime. To get the money back, owners often must show they are unaware of the illegal conduct or did all they could to stop the illegal activity. So the practice of seizing and keeping property suspected of being used in criminal activity is known as asset forfeiture.
1: Yeah, yeah, but with asset forfeiture, there has to be proof of some illegal wrongdoing. Like if you're selling drugs, and the cops have a warning and they bust into your place and they find like, you know, money in a closet that they can link to drugs. Oh, yeah, they keep that. Like they keep all, and, and your cars, they even seize the house. Anything that has been linked with drug, um, with, you know, drug affiliation, they keep and they take and they end up auctioning all that shit off. That's why whenever you go to like car auctions and you see like these nice cars that these cops sell for next to nothing it's because they got it from like a cert from some kind of search and seizure or some kind of like a bust, like they take right. everything. You know what I'm saying? So that is, that is a thing. But my thing is, you know, I mean, if, I know it's weird to have somebody walk around with a hundred thousand dollars and they're going into the airport. You automatically think, Oh, this person is probably selling drugs because why would they, you know, not put not that put
2: in a bank?
1: You know, in a bank or on a card or whatever, but I mean, as far as I'm concerned, where's the crime in somebody walking through customs, not customs, but walking through security or the TSA with a hundred thousand dollars in cash that, I mean, yeah. why, why, why are we searching? Why are we searching? Whatever crime they're about to commit, it's going to be in another city. It's going to be like, you know, but nonetheless, I don't, I really, in my opinion, I don't think it's a crime to carry. I mean, it's stupid.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's
1: dumb. But, but it's
2: still legal, though. It's still legal for the police to uh, cease that money if they believe that it was, if they are saying that it was obtaining the criminal activity.
1: But here's the thing, though. If, if that's the case, what's the correct amount of money that some in cash that somebody puts in a bag that you can say, well, what if I have $5,000 in cash and I put it in a bag because I'm going on vacation and I don't want to, you know, you know, why, why, why couldn't I not be hassled because I have $5,000 in cash that I'm about to put on my carry on. Like, right. Why is that? Why, why, at what level of, I mean, again, a hundred thousand dollars in cash, you assume that a crime is being committed. What if. Bill Gates decides, hey, you know what? Um I'm just gonna put a a th- hundred thousand dollars in a bag and well, he wouldn't go through an airport, he'd go through a private you know, right. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't fly commercial like us right. mucks.
2: I was he's gonna, gonna say he good was good. gonna go hit Portland and go have himself some fun at the titty yes. bars, but now that he's it's single.
1: Terrible, terrible example, but why why couldn't we, you know, as Americans who make our money whatever way that we make it? Why can't we just show up at the airport with a shitload of money? Um, like we're, you know, you know, um, Floyd Mayweather and not just, <laughs> why, why can't we do that? Why, why, when we do that, oh, we automatically have to assume that, oh, you're about to do some ill got you know, like, like they say more money, more problems, you know, why is that yeah. a thing? Why, why yeah. is that a thing? I, I can't assume that if somebody has that... I mean, yes, we could assume that, wow, however you got that money, you probably did it in illegal ways, but it's none of my fucking business. But I just feel like that's, elite, in my opinion, illegal search and seizure, I mean, you got to show proof that there's a crime involved, you know, and I, I and I just think it's dumb. I just yeah. that.
2: Well, speaking of dumb and, and dumb and laws and shit, I don't know if you saw this. So for our people who are in Washington State, and I have a feeling that this is going to be Washington's going to be the model state on doing this. And I'm so pissed off about this as somebody who, who uh, likes to eat out uh, and and actually does eat out on a regular basis because my day job has me going all over the place that I don't necessarily have an opportunity to take a lunch with me, blah, 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 long story to get, a long way to get there. Um, Our new law in Washington state as of January 1st, 2022, that, you will have to ask for plastic utensils and straws when going to Washington state restaurants. So under the new law, customers must request the condiments, straws, and utilities with their food orders at the restaurant or bring their own reusable ones. It is the new law.
0: So it's one more thing you have to remember to ask for no tomatoes and utensils, please. Well, and I,
2: go ahead, John. So
1: I thought we were doing that. Well, I remember living in Washington State. We were doing that anyway. It was even, a, like, people would ask, would you like utensils? And it's just like, what kind of fucking question is that? Yeah, I'm not going to eat this with my hand.
2: Right, well, a lot of times they do, but now they're, and more than likely, they're not going to. So the new state law will restrict the use of single-use food service items, with food orders in restaurants, cafeteria, and other food service providers and banned, they're gonna ban packaged bundles of single use items to help reduce unnecessary waste. Automatically including disposable software, straws and condiments with every order creates a huge amount of waste, much of which ends up littering our roads and um, damaging our environment, said the, the manager of the Solid Waste Program in Washington State. And according to the upstream report about one, trillion single-use food service products are disposed or littered each year in the United States so you single-use items covered by the new requirement include the following plastics utensils such as knives forks, spoons and chopsticks cocktail picks splash sticks and straws the, the stirrers straws condiment packs sachets or sauce cups cold cup lids except those provided um at the drive-through windows or events with over 2500 people. Um okay. and they're kind of so like piggybacking this is off the the plastic bag ban that went into effect in October of this this year.
1: So I I kind of feel like this doesn't make sense because Thank you. If if people are still going to ask for these items then and then throw them away or whatever what's, I don't see where the, like, what's, what, what's the point? Right. It's, it it doesn't matter if, if the same amount of people is like, Hey, we're going to, um, if you know, everyone's going to always ask for a a spoon or a fork or any kind of utensils. So the fact that you're like, we're going to have, you have to ask, I don't think it matters because that's not going to change the number of waste that they're trying to uh decline on no it, it, I, I just don't i don't see it, it it's I, not a, well, it's I, not an argument
0: I, I actually think it might be because there's probably people out there that don't even use the utensils when they get them they just end up throwing okay. them away
2: but it's not just the utensils it's now also straws and condiments so well, like that's, if that's you already to... been
0: a thing though that's already been a thing straws yeah, they, you don't, yeah.
2: That's kind of a newer thing that they're doing where they're getting rid of the plastic straws. I mean, it's getting, you know, it's it's like um, they're now finding more ways to 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 get, I, I'm keep in mind, I'm still pissed off about the plastic bag thing, right? Because I refuse. I literally, literally will fill up my entire fucking grocery cart and go, when I get to the cash register, son of a bitch, I forgot I don't, I, I have to pay for fucking bags. And I'm, I am, I'm at this point, I'm like, I have refused to pay. Load that and they look at me and they go, How many bags do you want? I said, I don't want any bags, but load that shit right back up into my shopping cart because I've at least been smart enough. I've been smart enough to to put a bunch of plastic reusable plastic bags that I've already freaking paid for. Mind you, I've already paid for those stupid things, eight cents a bag. Well, eight cents a bag isn't that much, right? The fuck it isn't. When you talk about a thousand bags, let me tell you something. A thousand bags, you start adding shit up, right? And I know that it's a thousand because I have I have grown, I have lawn and leaf bags that I've literally had in a closet. Jamal, the downstairs closet that was outside from the back, If you'd have opened that closet, you would have been attacked by plastic bags. Because that son bitch was full of plastic bags because I refused to get rid of them. But I keep it in my <laughs>
1: lost at the fact that you guys are paying eight cents a bag we're paying like 25 to like 50 cents a bag in new york and i got Ooh. a bunch of those times whenever i'm on the random going to a grocery store i'm like Fuck, i don't have any more bags well looks like i'm about to have two more because uh, <laughs> i always yeah so it's like but you don't, I, don't I, drive
2: either right so i mean like for the most part you're no, not driving yeah. you if you didn't bring them with you and you have to run to go after work to go grab something you're screwed you can't just load that yeah. shit back in the grocery so, cart like i do and roll it out to the truck. or i don't know so i'm not saying what i started
1: doing now is i bring i keep some bags like at least three of those bags in my backpack and if i go to work you know I'll leave some at work. So if I decide that, Hey, you know what? Um, I want, you know, if I'm like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm just going to go grab something from the grocery store. I'll always have them with me. So, and I I pack, like, you know, I go grocery shopping. I I fill it with two, two bags at least, because that's as much as I can carry. Because again, I don't drive. So um, that's like the, uh, that's what I do because it's just like, with the bags that i have at my place now i have so many bags and then i do the math in my head i'm like shit the amount of bags that i bought i could have done another set of groceries that saved me some money right yeah it's, and see, it's a lot and,
2: and this is like i said i am thrifty this way so i literally will roll that shit and, and and we're in seattle so we're no it's pouring down rain and i am rolling that shopping cart right out to my truck pulling the shit out of my my compartments and loading my i'm begging my own groceries out in the parking lot because i am not paying the extra money i refuse i've already paid the money for these grocery bags damn it so
0: a lot of times what i do if 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 i forgot to bring my bags with me because i usually have them in my vehicle and i get out and i go into the store a lot of times i'm I'm not even planning on buying anything i'm going in to grab one thing i don't need a bag for one item so i end up coming out with a cart full of stuff Um, sometimes what I'll do is, is, uh, how many bags did you purchase? Zero. And I have like six bags.
2: Right. Exactly. Oh, oh, I, I see what you're saying. The, this is where, this is where I, I think somebody's quoted, um, I'm just saying, I'm not saying I'm going to steal, but I'm going to say right now, if I'm having to ring up my own shit at the Walmart, things may not get rung up. And that would be those, those bags. Oh oh yeah, that was, was,
0: I remember who said that that was Romeo.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was trying to like not dime him out. Oh, I totally will. I'm also going to say, I'm also going to say, I'm also, I, I, I don't know about it. If, if, I know that this must have been a big thing because nowadays you're not allowed those, those plastic bins. You know, when you get only a couple of items and you would be able to grab those plastic bins. And when you go into the grocery store and load it up and then pay for your shit, I, I just know that nowadays you are not allowed to leave the store with those bins. I'm just saying, because, uh, you know, some of them may have ended up in some people's trucks oh, and they're talking like, about this the, is
0: the, awesome. the, the hand uh, basket thing.
2: Yeah, the handheld baskets, you know, with the little two, those things are convenient as hell, you just run out to your truck and throw that shit from the the, that's easier to take things to put it into a basket from your shopping cart straight into a basket that's already in your truck or your car or you're in your trunk or wherever you leave it. You know, (laughs) I think that the, the question was. Sir, would you like to buy a bag? Buy a bag. Hell, why do I need a bag when I got this handy cart? <laughs> this this basket, handy basket, this plastic
0: basket you gave me. <laughs> we'll bring it back. I, I've actually exactly. known someone who actually took one of those things home. <laughs> I've known other people who've taken those home. <laughs> it's like if I'm going to have to pay eight dollars eight cents for a bag, I'm taking this instead. <laughs> That's right.
2: <laughs> i'm not saying i'm not saying that i would steal because everybody who knows me knows that i am honest to a fault yeah. and seriously to a fault but i'm not saying that i didn't turn a blind eye occasionally like, when a basket I ain't, paying eight,
0: I ain't paying eight cents for a fucking paper bag that's gonna fall apart on the way right? from the from the store to my car because it's raining
2: Oh, and that's the other thing, too. Like, I, I have a little bit more leeway for these reusable, heavy-duty, reusable plastic bags at the Walmart. But when the Fred Myers wants to charge me eight cents for a freaking paper bag that's going to disintegrate in the fucking pouring down rain of Seattle. Right. Why the hell am I paying for eight cents for shit that's going to end up spread all over my fucking car anyways? I'm just saying, yeah, I'm on a rant it's, face it's, now. It's it's gonna it's
0: gonna fall out from underneath you when you go to pick it up when you get home, and if mm-hmm. to, to pick everything up,
2: <laughs> exactly, so exactly. I'm telling you, it's did some you guys bullshit. did you
0: guys see that that mm-hmm. viral video of the guy who like walked up to Joel Austin or whatever the fuck his name is, and said, "You know you're a piece of shit," right?
2: I did not see that, but I, I I didn't get to watch the video yet. I did hear some rumors about it, so tell me about it because so, it sounded kind of hilarious.
0: Apparently, this guy was on his break at work when he did this. I found out like a couple days later, but apparently, uh, Joel Austin was at a at a store of some sort or maybe a restaurant, and this guy walks up. And he's like he's like doing a selfie with Joel Austin. He's like he goes, "I'm here with Joel Austin. You know you're a piece of shit, right? Right?" Right, and he's looking at the camera, and he smiles and just walks away. Well, apparently, that guy, because he was at work on his break, he got fired. For doing where did
2: that. he work? He didn't work for Joel. I'll I'll see right. He no, worked he for worked, no.
0: He didn't work for Joel. But let me let me pull up the story here. Because
2: uh, to me, well, let's preface it. So everybody heard about how. Um, recently i I don't know they were doing some remodeling and when they were knocking out a wall or or putting holes in a wall they found a bunch of money in the wall at the church right oh i didn't hear that no okay so this is a mega church right right yeah well did you hear that story i did
1: hear that yeah yeah so there was was i was like wow that's the most funniest looking insulation i've ever seen
2: (laughs) (laughs) it probably doesn't work very well either you know yeah but and there was was it did I don't remember how much was in there. It was quite a, a quite a large amount of money, though. It wasn't like oh, it was he a had, few.
1: He had, uh, he had the entire maybe 10 years worth of offerings uh, in there. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot of money. And I'm just like, know. wow. Wait, I mean, first of all, we are, he's a piece of shit anyway. But are we really that surprised that he's got money, you know, stashed away?
2: Well, you paid? know what, though? It's like, come on. See, that's one of the, the the issues that I have with organized religion. I say organized religion because anytime you have humans involved, you have people involved, there's always a chance for corruption. And yeah. well, uh, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts absolutely. There's a reason why there's that saying. And when you're talking about money, you're ta- and this is why a lot of people are arguing that churches should be taxed because you have... That money was; those tithings were supposed to go to help the community. Right. They they have specific things that the reason why they're not taxed is because that money is charitable. That the the church is not a stopping ground. It's not a stopping point for that money. It's a throughfare. The money comes to them, and it's supposed to go out to the community to help the community people in need get clothing, food, shelter, things absolutely necessary that they they don't have or during a catastrophe or a natural disaster that's where that money wow. is supposed to go wow. that,
1: that right there is in theory there are some churches right. and organized religion that actually do that i know that for a fact because um yes you know i've had this i i know some pastors um and i know some deacons who actually and they tell me they're just like hey man you know this is what we're doing for our community um and and, and I see it, and you know, they, 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 especially during the pandemic, you would see lines of people standing in right. in front of churches because churches are trying their best to. We have clothing drives, we have food drives. Right, people donate money, bring food or whatever. But here's the thing, though, I've actually sat and watched a few of Joel Olstein's um, uh, sermons. Okay, sermons. Don't yeah. get me wrong. And and don't get me wrong, is he a great speaker? Yes, he is. He 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 knows, but I but what I look at is the people that come to his his congregation, they look like very well to doers. Um, you know, very uh not in our tax bracket, but they they show mm-hmm. Oh. all the people that show up all that well, at least if they're putting in the buildings he's got to be making like as far as like the 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 the, the offerings you got to be making at least a grand if not a 1500 per so it's like okay because these people don't look like i mean i look at it it's, it's all and no offense to those who are listening but they're Lily white people with great families um i'm like you know
2: right that they image have, you know, they have that image, image
1: which is fine but, but but at the same time, it's like with all that money, how much? Because during whenever they had that hurricane in Houston, folks were like, "Oh, he didn't even open his church to the yeah, public, right?" You know, he wasn't. He was, and it's just like, why not? I mean, it's if you're trying to make pastor of the year, you got to be helping the people. And there's word out there yeah. that he wasn't helping the people,
0: right? Like, but
2: those weren't his. his now you know why. And, and those weren't his people. But you know why, though? It doesn't matter. If you're a child of God, you're a child of God. If you are somebody who's going to set yourself up as a minister of God's word and God's law, you have to accept everybody. Right. And people who are in need. You should. And that's why those affluent people that makes them feel good and makes them have the warm fuzzies when they are able to donate money because in their mind it's going to a good cause. Now keep in mind when you're donating in the charity plate, you don't get a tax write-off for that either.
1: Right? Hey Todd, do me a favor. Uh, You have access to Google right now, right? I do. Okay. Do me a favor. Type in Joel Olstein net worth and Google and see what pops up. Oh, it's I gonna be to sickening. It's gonna make us sick. To, it's gonna make us sick to
0: our stomach. Dude, Dude. That's, it's that's like the, that's the second thing on the list of as, as I start typing his name.
2: What does it say? Yeah, and it's 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 it's, it's a, an obscene amount of money. And again, uh,
0: hundreds of thousands. Of uh, he's million. estimated to have a net worth of fifty million. That's with an M. Thank
2: Five you. zero. So, Five zero million. I, sorry. That but, money was never money supposed to go sure to him. Yeah, it, it was never supposed to go to him. That's the whole point. Right. And, and this is in theory the, the way the Catholic Church was supposed to work as well. Is that you have you have people who are giving up creature comforts. They are giving up these um earthly goods and their the the finer things in life to go to a higher calling. And that higher calling is to help the unfortunate. Like, take a look at um mahat Gandhi. Uh, Who is? um Oh my God, Sister Teresa. Sister Teresa was the actually Gandhi. Uh, not for nothing. Between you and I,
1: gandhi's probably not a, a good example. Okay, I was thinking. Um, I was as much as I would. Yeah, to- I was thinking Sister <laughs> Teresa. I was, not a good example. Right, I was actually Uh-oh. trying to think.
2: I was. I was trying to stall while I was thinking of Sister Teresa's name. But, but, but,
1: but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Like churches that. I mean, which are, I mean, it's like churches that, it, it, I mean, not for nothing, it's, I don't expect Joel Osteen to, again, he's no saint. I don't find him to be a saint. Not even he's close. Doing, he, he's doing, basically, he's just a con artist. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie? Have you guys ever seen that movie with Steve Martin? Yes. The Leap of Faith? Yes. Where he plays like that. Yeah, that's what Joel Osteen exactly. is.
2: Exactly. And, and I agree 100%. 100%.
1: In leap of faith. And not and, and and again, like I live I live right next to a church. And my and, and at my job, we're not too far from a church. And we again, we see these churches. Again, I, I know the churches in my area that 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 go far beyond the call. Um his and, and the thing is like I don't go to church because I don't believe in organized religion, to be right. honest with you. Right. Organized um, religion. Also, yeah. I don't need a pastor telling me why I'm going to hell. I already know yeah. why, I know who I am.
0: Well, you, you know what they call I an do, unorganized religion.
1: I, but I do have, I, I do have like a soft spot for, and again, I, again, the New York churches, like, they really, they really go far, they go, they go way beyond the call. People do donate money, Um, again, during the pandemic, I, I've seen it where people would donate their money and then they would. The, these churches would have again these drives where they're just helping folks, and it. it I feel so good about it because I'm like, you know what? It brings me home. Like, oh, these these there's actual organized religions that actually give a shit. I don't care if you're Catholic, Muslim, you know, it's whatever. You know, I I don't. I'm not gonna bash your religion. Um. But, and Joe. Uh, it's like, okay, so there are, again, like, this is a prick
0: to for you. cutting out really bad. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, he
1: I mean, is. I, church, I know. I, I would go to a church, and while, while people who are, are suffering, the people, the higher-ups, are living in condos in Manhattan and in New Jersey, right. and, they're, just, and they're, they're taking it taking hiding from these hard-working people, and they're using it. Less for good, but more for them, and I'm like, okay,
0: where well, is this money going? I want to know where the money is going. Let me let me ask you guys this. the 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 initial reason why I brought up this story is because this guy who talks shit about Joel Austin in his viral TikTok video, he ended up getting fired from his job. Do you think it's because he did uh, he he because he did the video while he was at work or do you think the fact that he just did the video period if do you think he would still have his job if he, you know if he would have done it when he was off the clock and not at work do you think he still would have had his job if he did that while he was working i
1: probably would imagine that the company was like hey you know now we're attached to this
0: Thanks for tuning into another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd. Be sure to check them out on all their social medias at not about you Pod.